Welcome everyone to CFRC 101.9 FM. My name is Elizabeth Kim and I'm here today with Trudell Lambert, also known as Trudell the Comic God. He's a 24-year-old Canadian illustrator, concept artist, and storyteller who graduated from Sheridan College in Oakville, Ontario. He has co-authored and published two books from the children's book series, Hip Hop Heroes, titled No Chains and Jack Fly, the latter of which was endorsed by legendary Canadian reggae artist Snow. Thank you so much for coming out today, and we're so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. Um, so to start off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm an artist. Uh, I like comics. I am doing this thing right now for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Black History Heroes in Fiction. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm having a fun time doing it. Awesome to hear. Um, I would love to hear more about your work and, you know, maybe your original characters, um, if you want to talk about them. Um, I know you uh, focus a lot on Black heroes in history, and I know you're working on a fiction 2021 expose right now. So do you want to maybe tell our listeners a little bit about your characters and how you kind of conceptualized them and brought them to life? Sure. So all my characters are um, characters that are already in fiction, like Black Panther and Cyborg. Oh, okay. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I just really take the designs over the years, and then I throw them into my own illustration and illustration style, mm-hmm. and then I'll explain um, who they are, what their history is, what their powers are, wow. things like that. Wow, just that's to, really cool. Thank you. Yeah. So do you, so I know you kind of work in graphic design, I guess, more than traditional mediums. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about like your drawing process, if you're comfortable? Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It really depends. Usually I will sketch it out on paper with pencil. Oh, okay. And then I will move that over to... I'll either move it over to or copy it over to digital just because it's it's easier for me to mm-hmm. I've been drawing in pencil since I was like three. So uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh-huh. For, yeah. Yeah, it's easier for me to get it down and then um yeah, I I do the pose, the sketch, the ink work, the shadows, darker shadows, color or tone, depending if I'm doing a black or white thing or not. And then mm-hmm. any like effects. Wow. Like, uh, yeah. Nice. Love to hear that. Um, I know you talk about how your characters are based on fictional Black characters, which is really interesting. That being said, how did you find your art style? And did you take any specific inspiration from specific artists or forms of media? Uh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I took huge inspiration from anime, like manga, mm-hmm. and like older, old school comic. Oh, those are classics. I definitely agree. What are your, some of your favorites? Um, some of my favorite, well, uh, for manga specifically, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Hunter mm-hmm. Hunter, um, stuff like that are great. And then comics... Um, well, for characters specifically, there's like mm-hmm. Cyborg, Black Panther, those I love. Um, 
Yeah, but, those are all really great pieces of work. And to my understanding, um, you might probably know more about this, but aren't Naruto and Hunter x Hunter still ongoing? Uh, Naruto is not. Hunter x Hunter is, mm -hmm. and Dragon Ball Z is. Oh, wow. Because I know they've been around for a really long time, so that's interesting. Yeah, super long. But yeah, manga in general is just mm -hmm. around for very years, cool. like One Piece and um, mm -hmm. like JoJo's Bizarre Adventures have been going on since the 80s. Since the 80s? Yeah. Wow. I know for sure that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has a, a One Piece is around there. Oh, that's awesome. So you took a lot of like inspiration in terms of art style and you kind of combined that with um, Black Panther and like contemporary pieces of, you know, media that we see today. Right. Awesome. So as we're currently in Black History Month, I'd absolutely love to hear your experiences as a Black artist over your career journey, um, whether it be growing up, experimenting with your art in college. Have you seen the art scene change a lot in terms of representation, both good and bad? Um, yeah, I'd love to hear your experiences on this. Um, yes, I have seen the art scene change a little bit, mm -hmm. um, specifically with comics. There's more um, just people of color in general yeah. in comics. Um, sometimes they're not represented the best, but sometimes they are. They're really, I guess it depends who's writing them. Okay. Um, Can you give us some examples of that? Well, th throughout comics, mm -hmm. it's been, um, there are a lot of tropes when it comes to like, Oh, and black characters specifically. Yeah. Um, and whether if it's meant to happen or like if it's conscious or unconscious, um, it just tends to happen. Like this rough oh. and tumble. <laughs> this this guy from a bad neighborhood with a heart of gold decides oh. to help. Like okay, the, very overplayed stereotypes. So, what have you seen like on the good side of it? On the good side, well. On the good side, there, it, like for example, um, Black Panther, the movie that came out a few years ago, oh, I think movie. was, yeah. I Fantastic. think was great because mm -hmm. just the style, the design, the mm -hmm. the fact that it's a country full of these awesome people yeah. rather than just one guy who's the best friend of a superhero. <laughs> oh, that is, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I definitely love the movie as well. I thought the effects were beautiful and like the costume design, the soundtrack, like everything was so well thought out. Um, yeah, I definitely see how that can be a really good example of, you know, like more representation in the media. Um, and it's really interesting that you take inspiration from there. Um, in your career, um, how have you kind of played around with this? So I know you're also trying to make an effort to steer away from these stereotypes. So what kind of tropes are you incorporating into your art in order to, you know, kind of differentiate yourself from the stereotypical media that exists? Um, well, the a lot of the stuff I write that it's not particularly out yet, mm -hmm. but... Um, a lot of the stuff that I write tends to happen in like a, a different world where mm -hmm. they're, they're just, they're, there are black people, there are white people, there there's all the races and that doesn't yeah. really, it doesn't really meet, like no one's on a different scale. It just, 
It's very Get culturally these characters rich. Are characters. Yeah, very cool. So that being said, can you tell us a little bit more about your Fiction 2021 expose, what that is, um, like how you started it? Um, so I thought, well, I thought it was important to have um, representation and me, myself being like a comic nerd, I didn't know a lot about these characters mm -hmm. myself, right? Yeah. So I thought I'd dig deeper and then share what I found so other people could be inspired by them as well. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, are you working on anything that's bound to be released soon? Like, can you tell us a little bit more about what you're currently working on? Um, yeah, so on my Instagram, the Trudell the Comic God page, every day mm -hmm. I post new um, heroes mm -hmm. with new, like, explanations telling people what they are. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. So and also in March, I plan to do a, almost like a making a comic vlog. So oh, I'm gonna be, I see. Yeah. I'm going to be doing like, oh, this is my character and mm -hmm. this is how like to explain a little bit and I might even do uh like a how-to so other people know how to create their own characters oh well. tutorials yeah that's always so helpful for aspiring artists to see and reference yes yeah I agree. for sure um so before we end today I do have two more questions for you first if our listeners want to see your work where can they go they can go to Tridell the Comic God mm -hmm. on Instagram mm -hmm. um, or Facebook. I have it up there too. Yep. Awesome. And lastly, what would be your advice to young artists that are aspiring to be comic artists like yourself? Uh, just do it. Um, look up videos on the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. Look up on everything you need to be a comic artist that's something i had trouble with oh really yeah because i didn't i didn't know the path and what i needed to know and the fact that like reference helped and i didn't know that until i went to college so oh, wow so you were self-taught uh for for a long time yeah oh that's incredible good for you wow oh my thank gosh. you yeah so um again thank you so much for coming out today it was really great hearing about your experiences in the field and if you guys want to keep up with this work you can find them on instagram facebook and youtube at Tradal the comic god thank you so much for listening to cfrc 101.9 fm
Good morning, and you're tuned into The Scoop on CFRC 101.9 FM. We hope that you folks are having a great, great Thursday so far, and that you enjoyed this shorter week since we had Monday off. Just moving on to some local news updates for you folks. The City of Kingston is seeking submissions from local musicians, groups, and organizations that would like to have their music featured as part of two new YGK Music 2021 playlists. The deadline to apply is 5 p.m. on Friday, March 19th. YGK Music celebrates Kingston as a music city and features and promotes local musicians through playlists that can be heard by our city's residents and visitors, says Danica Lockhead, who's the manager of the arts and sector development. Following the success of the YGK Music Pilot Project, we are expanding the program by creating new playlists annually that will all become part of the soundtrack of Kingston. The inaugural YGK Music Playlist attracted over 3,500 plays through SoundCloud, and it is estimated that close to 150,000 people experienced an initial exposure to YGK Music through the city of Kingston's call waiting system. YGK Music was also featured as part of the Love Kingston Marketplace in 2020, with the work of local musicians being broadcasted in Springer Market Square and YGK Music artists being featured as part of live performances in the square as well. The call for submissions, evaluation criteria, and the application form can be found on the City of Kingston website. YGK Music 2021 submissions will be evaluated by a local music working group consisting of members with music expertise in Kingston. Each musician group or organization featured will receive an honorarium of $150 for use of their selected track, and the playlists are expected to go live towards the end of May 2021. The first playlist, Kingston Sounds, will feature 20 tracks by local musicians and help residents and visitors alike discover the strength and diversity of Kingston's music scene. This playlist will feature rock, pop, dance, electronic, hip-hop and indie, classical jazz, blues, folk, and world music genres. The second playlist, Music on Hold, will offer local music on the city's phone system and will feature 10 jazz and classical instrumental tracks created by Kingston musicians. YGK Music is an annual city program designed to promote local music and musicians through curated playlists to be made available online on the City of Kingston website and visit Kingston website through the city's call waiting system and through various city-owned properties where appropriate. YGK Music first launched as a pilot project in September 2019. In addition to YGK Music, the city will also be pursuing strategic work to support the music sector more broadly. This is in response to Council's strategic priorities related to economic development that includes fostering innovative arts, culture, and social enterprises. A Creative Industries Profile Sector Report will be submitted to Council for consideration in April 2021, and work will begin in later in 20 and work will begin later in 2021 to develop a music strategy specific to Kingston. Queen's University will defer the JDUC renovation project for the John Deutsch University Center, home of the Alma Mater Society, 
and the Society of Graduate and Professional Students until May 2022. Accompanying this deferral will be the deferral of an increased undergraduate student fee that will contribute to the renovation project. The fee will not increase until September 2022. Many students were concerned about an increase in fees being introduced in such a period of uncertainty, said Jared Den Otter, who's the AMS president. Deferring the introduction of additional fees until September 2022 and reducing overall risk to the project is welcome news. The project is almost ready to go. However, the Office of Advancement continues its work to secure funding through outreach amidst the challenges posed by the pandemic. This is a really exciting project that will modernize the facility to create a fully accessible, sustainable, and inclusive location for students to learn, socialize, and study, said Donna Yannick, the Vice Principal of Finance and Administration, which stated in the Queen's Gazette, We're excited to work with the current and incoming AMS and SGPS executives to continue to move the project forward, but we also have to respond to some of the challenges introduced by the current pandemic and the impacts that has on campus and on issues like funding and pressures on labor and supply chains. For these reasons, we felt it prudent to give ourselves a bit more time to ensure we're ready to proceed. The JDUC renovation project is projected to cost $62.3 million and students will pay the bulk of the renovation costs through student levies over 25 years. Contributions to the project from student levies began in September 2020. Queen's University will give $30 million in project financing and has pledged $11.8 million to the project from operating funds and donor funds as well. Whether or not you listen to CFRC, but if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you are, we would love to hear from our community. Take our 2021 listenership survey for a chance to win one of three prize packs, including $50 cash, a CFRC surprise bag, and one hour of airtime for you and your friends playing the music you love on our airwaves. This listenership survey will only take a short five minutes of your time, and it will help us a great deal in developing and improving our on-air programming further to meet your community demand. Your voice counts. And if you don't listen to CFRC, your voice counts too. Tell us more about the music and spoken word programming you enjoy and enter to win one of our prize packs. We want to hear from everyone. The survey was developed thanks to the hard work of our good friends at CREO Solutions, Canada's premier student-run digital marketing consultancy at Queen's University. So please go to our website, cfrc.ca, and you can check out the listenership survey and get have a chance to win some awesome prizes. In terms of COVID-19 in the KFLNDA region, our case count has dropped to 25, so we are down one case, which is awesome. As you folks know, we are in the green zone, so as we are able to enjoy some privileges because of this, just remember to still keep our community safe. It's not really a surprise that um, with more things opening up, we're kind of seeing a very slow surge of cases coming back up in the Kingston area. But like I said, just remember to um, keep wearing your mask, of course, practice proper hand hygiene, stay six feet apart still from people like in the stores and um, when you're walking down the street, all that jazz. And then um, also limit your um, 
re- your travel outside of the region as well. Let's kind of keep within the KFL and Day region just to ensure that we are doing our part um, and doing what we can to keep not only ourselves, but um, the people we live with, our friends, um, our coworkers, our community safe, essentially. For any tennis and pickleball players out there, the City of Kingston invites you to review renovation plans for the sports courts in Bay Ridge Park and ask the project team your questions at an upcoming online session. The city is planning to transform the six existing undersized tennis courts into three regulation-sized tennis courts and four dedicated pickleball courts. The existing courts are in bad shape, so these renovations offer an opportunity to better meet the needs of local tennis and pickleball players who have offered feedback on this project, says Neil Unsworth, who is the manager of Parks Development. Ask the project team your questions at an online information session from 6 to 7 p.m. on Wednesday, March 3rd. You must register on the Zoom link to participate in the session, which will also be closed captioned and live streamed to all on the City of Kingston's YouTube channel. And if you would like to register for this event, you can go to the cityofkingston.ca website. A recording session, a recording of the session will also be made available for those who are unable to attend. The renovations to these West and and sports courts are planned for this summer, so that's really great timing. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning into the scoop on CFRC 101.9 FM. We hope that you enjoyed today's segment and don't go anywhere because we have Democracy Now! coming up next on your local Kingston Radio, CFRC 101.9 FM. Have a great rest of your Thursday, everyone, and stay safe and take care.